the most important thing that everybody should know about goal setting is that you should know the why of your goal. If you want to achieve this, why do you want to achieve this? If you want to achieve this because you want to do it for your parents, then you may or may not be able to do that because you know just to do it for someone is not good enough, is not sufficient enough. Hey, welcome back to Normalize the Conversation. Today, I'm here with Anamika Yaduvinci, transformational coach and motivational speaker. To connect with Anamika, follow her on Instagram at lifecoach.anamika. Anamika, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you really? Thank you so much, friend, for inviting me. I am doing good. Today, I got my second shot of vaccine done. So I am super excited that now I'm fully vaccinated. And I'm looking forward to life and looking forward to travel, looking forward to work. That is amazing. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So you work as a life coach with individuals looking to achieve their goals. What inspired you to start your journey as a transformational coach centered around achieving goals? Uh, okay, your friends, so the journey has been beautiful uh, because, you know, human beings, they have a lot of dreams, dream. We all dream to achieve this. We want to do this. We want to buy a Merc. We want to buy a, that, that bungalow, that place, that business, all those, that vacation. All of us have dreams. Even children have dreams. But we lack the initiative, the action, the motivation to achieve those dreams. Some of us feel that those dreams can't be achieved. They're just for dreaming. But I believe that no dream is too big. You know, Walt Disney dreamt of Disney World once upon a time. Wright Brothers dreamt of flying once upon a time but they converted into reality. So this is what a transformation coach does. If you dream of doing something, we can give life to that dream. We can actually make it alive if we start working on it step by step, taking one step every day. That is absolutely amazing. So when a new client starts working with you, what does your typical approach look like? Okay, so friend, when a client comes, first of all, we need to do a coachability test. Whether the client is coachable or not. Because to achieve something, we need to act. And most of the people, what they do is they procrastinate. They criticize, they blame their circumstances, their people or themselves. that They're not good enough. So I conduct a coachability test and I have a questionnaire and they're asked to fill that questionnaire. When I have the result of that questionnaire, I'm able to make out that if the person is coachable or not, meaning whether the person is able to take actions or not, because if we will not act on our dreams, we will never achieve it. So the first thing that I do is coachability test. And if the person is willing to act on it, then we chalk out a plan. Okay, this is the big chunk. 
Now for this big chunk, let's break it down into small chunks. What is the first chunk that you would like to address? So we plan a strategy, a roadmap and all those things. And we start working on it gradually, monthly, weekly and daily basis. I have sessions every week with the client. So they have weekly goals. So this is how with the people who do good in the coachability test and people who do not do good, I give them counseling in the sense that think about it, whether you're serious about these dreams or you're just happy dreaming them. Would you like to achieve them? And are you ready to take the risk and the pain to achieve them? Because it's not easy to get out of comfort zones, to get up early, to stay up late till night, to work, to go through failures, to, to, you know, to go through all those things. If they're ready to bear that, if they're ready to do that, then only they can turn their dream into reality. So I give them a little counseling and I tell them, go and think about it and do a little brainstorming of yours. And if you're ready to act, come back to me and I'll definitely work with you. That is amazing. It's so true that sometimes we have, well, we all have these goals, but sometimes we procrastinate. Sometimes we're not really ready to take that first step. We really want to, but we're just not mentally in that position or there's a lot of barriers in our way. And sometimes those barriers just seem like too much. So when these people have incredible goals, but it kind of feels impossible, they don't know where to start, if it's time to start, how do you help them gain that confidence to let them know that they do have that ability to achieve the goals? Okay, so friend, this is a wonderful question. Thank you for asking me this one because most of us, again, you know, we think that the other person can do it and I cannot. Yes. You know, we have this thing that maybe that person is capable and maybe I'm not. I'm not good enough. So many of us, we have this belief system. So it's very important to understand that all of us are born equal. Our potential lies in our confidence, is in our belief. Because if I believe I can, I can. If I believe I can't, I really can't. So belief is so, so important. Like I said, again, Wright Brothers believed that it is possible to fly. You know, Albert Einstein believed in the mass, believed in energy. So it's very important to start believing in yourself. So people who don't believe, again, I tell them, do you believe you can stand and walk? Then they're like, yes, of course, I do it every day. Then I tell them, yes, if you start achieving small things every day, you can achieve big things also. So I give them small tasks, which when they achieve, then they gain confidence. Suppose if there's a person who wants to make it big in the business and he has a plan and uh, he doesn't know how to go, what to do, where to, you know, get the funds from and all those things. So when we make out a plan, that this is the plan that we need to work out for your business. So for that week goal, if that person has to call 10 investors or 100 investors and he's very skeptical of calling them, then, you know, what if they say no and I can't call them, they won't take my call and I can't take no's or whatever. So I tell them to do this. Forget about the bigger goal. Just think that this is your goal. Then it seems easier to them when they do it. Okay, this is our goal. If I do this, then, you know, I've done it. So they just do that slowly and gradually. They make those calls. And when they come back and they're like, 
my god i didn't believe that i could call those people because i knew somewhere in my heart that they're going to say no and it happens also but out of those 10 or 20 if 15 say no five do say maybe or yes okay let's you know let's see your plan or something like that so when they start achieving smaller things then the confidence comes because you know if we think that we will do one thing one big thing only overnight that doesn't happen we start doing by doing small small things small small steps just like a baby who's just learning to walk he just holds the wall while walking and then he gets that confidence and then he walks without holding anything and then he falls and then he stands up and then he walks so this is how it happens in life also it's very important that is so true and that's something that i've struggled with too and i think a lot of people do is that you see this end goal for yourself and it seems so far but you want to accomplish it right away you want that overnight success that overnight accomplishment and that's not going to happen it really is step by step but a lot of times when we see big ceos or amazing actors and actresses or amazing artists we start to feel like well they did it and it kind of looks like they did it overnight because we might not have known who they were and suddenly the whole world knows who they are but it took so long for them to get there it was a step by step process and i love that you help people break it down that way because it feels so overwhelming when you're looking so far ahead yes friend you know like you said that it seems that people who have already achieved it it seems that they've done it overnight but believe me they've not thomas edison failed 10000 times before inventing the bulb lot of people failed multiple times and you know harry potter wasn't written overnight so everything has gone through lot of struggle but because we focus only on the end result that's the reason why we get frustrated that because their result is this why isn't ours there is the problem because we don't see them sweating in the night we just see them shining during the daytime so a lot of people have go- everybody who has been successful has gone through this tesla was broke at one point of time and so many things were not so beautiful for elon musk at that point of time but he just hold he just held on to it he just believed in himself and he just did what he did and today everybody knows what he's done so i think it's very important to stick to a daily tasks to achieve this big what do i need to do today that's important if i want to get up uh 4 am every morning and if today if i get up at 9 am i have to go slow i have to start getting up at 8:30 8:15 8th am 7:30 then slowly and gradually one day will come when i'll start waking up at 4 am so it's a gradual and slow process so that's very important to remember It is very important and I love that example you used because a lot of times specifically teenagers when they get ready from summer to back to school you see they go from sleeping in all day or till 11 12 1 p.m. and then all yeah. of a sudden they need to wake up at 6 a.m. and they think they can just do it that next day and they start to feel burnt out 
and all these other kids are waking up early. Why can't I wake up early and have that energy? And it's so true. It's incremental. We kind of procrastinate a lot until it's like the day we have to do it, the day things have to happen. And it doesn't work that way. It really is step by step. Earlier, you mentioned, sorry, you can go. It is, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, please go ahead. So earlier, you mentioned that a lot of times you run into clients who feel like they're not good enough. So when you have a client who maybe lives with a mental illness, such as depression, and they feel hopeless, they feel lonely and trying to accomplish their goals, and they just feel like they're not good enough. How do you see that affect their goal setting and goal reaching? It really uh, has a lot of, lot of uh, huge impact, actually, on achieving goals or setting goals, in fact. Even in goal setting also, mental health has a huge impact. Reason, when you are in depression or anxiety or low self-esteem, Low in the sense like that low that it is affecting your mental health. So then you are so unstable that goals, as it is when you start working uh, on your goals, life is going to be unstable because life is going to get uncomfortable, you know, getting out of your comfort zone when you start working for your goals and you're not mentally healthy. Then you will not be able to bear the pressure because goal achieving means going through pressure. So that's very important. So again, it's incremental here as well. If you have anything like this, if you have any problem, if, you, if you're going through depression, if you're going through anxiety, first thing that you need to do is that you need to address that. Be aware that I have this. A lot of mistakes that a lot of people, what they do wrong here is they feel that because they have depression, and if they start working on their goals, their depression will fade away. It doesn't happen like that. They have to, first of all, address their depression. They have to seek, a, go to a counselor or a mentor or, or any therapist, whoever they're comfortable working with, and start working on their depression, be aware. And then once they feel slightly stable, they can get back to their goal setting and then goal achieving. So it's very important to work on mental health, get on a stable state, and then start working on goals. It is so true that our mental health plays a huge role in our ability to handle that pressure, to be able to continue to move forward, because with goal setting and goal reaching, there come so many failures, like you said in the beginning. So many times you'll start to feel like you're getting ahead, and then something will come in your way and knock you down. It may feel like you're taking one step forward and two step backs over and over again, and you have to be ready for that pressure. Otherwise, it crumples you. It breaks you. It is so difficult. And I think a lot of people don't address what the root cause of their depression or their anxiety is beforehand, and it becomes this major barrier. And then with the um, development of social media specifically in the last decade, it's become our main form of communication and connection, but it's also become this place where we compare ourselves to other people. We compare how far they've come, what they've been able to do, how pretty or thin they look, and it starts to impact our mental health even more. So how have you seen social media really play a role in emotional intelligence and mental health in regards to goal setting? 
Uh, see, like you mentioned, that social media is actually playing a very crucial, very vital role here in on mental health. It is affecting a lot of people. That that person is looking so thin, so beautiful. He has such a nice house. He is traveling. He's having fun, and he's doing this. He's doing that, and I am not. Yeah. But the truth is, even they are not. What they're showing is not only one tenth of the story if you actually see because you know all those people they show all good part they don't show how much they cry yeah. when they are alone in their room they don't show how much depressed they are because they are in the stress of looking like that all the time yeah how much effort they are making in making that one video presence you know maybe you know they're going through they're they're wearing something they're taking it off this is not good that is not good i don't have this i don't have that you know maybe they're spending their whole day in making that one virtual presence yeah. and in that we have to understand are they making progress in the long run because virtual this social media is not everything like suppose in india tiktok is banned and lot of people they did lot of things on tiktok and tiktok was their life and today tiktok is banned in india suppose if some other social media gets banned in some other country and so you you get stuck because you can't survive without that social media instagram for that matter nowadays lot of people are on instagram and their 50% of the daily activities are for instagram whatever they eating wherever they are going whatever they are wearing is for instagram so i we can't be dependent on all these things like at such a you know at so deeply so at such a deep level that's very important that we need to understand that that's social media world is not the real world that's the first thing that we need to understand that it's unreal it's really unreal because they all showing good part yeah and how can that be the truth with black exists white with good exists bad everyone is going through all sort of emotions anger jealousy hatred love fear all those emotions and that person is showing only happiness so it is for the other person to understand that this is not the real truth this is just for the feel good thing that okay fine i have posted something somebody commented it gave me a good kick you know i i loved it and you know i i got happy because i wasn't happy in my real world but that thing gave me a kick and i'm happy so this is very important to understand that it's not real so when we'll start believing that then i think we'll stop getting affected from it because we can't tell others what to post what not to post because they have all the right exactly but, but we have to see how deeply we get affected by it i think this is very important that is such a unique perspective and it's such an important perspective i think a lot of us don't realize how much goes into it how much these influencers and celebrities are putting into each post we only see these amazing posts this amazing content all these ads and money making tools on instagram that other people are using and we're wondering why we're not doing that it looks so easy for them 
They come out with new content every day. But how much time and effort went into that? And like you said, we don't see what's happening behind closed doors. We don't see the fear, the jealousy that they may have as well. Every time someone posts a mean comment and how that can affect them, we don't see all of that. We only see the good. So we tend to compare ourselves and we compare our beginning and our, the beginning of our journey to someone's halfway point. And it's so hard to realize that in the moment, but the way you explained it brings a lot of clarity to how it's not real. And it's not not real because there's Photoshop or editing. It's also not real because you're only showing a tiny piece, one-tenth of the picture. And it's important for everyone to realize that just because someone's posting happy all the time doesn't mean that's how they're always feeling. They also have emotions. So the emotions you're experiencing are also normal and okay. You know, uh, friend, beautiful part here is I'd like to bring this uh, to your notice. All of us, we notice what good others are having. We notice on their good part. And then we notice what bad we are having. For ourselves, we'll notice you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this. For others, we'll notice they have this, they have this, they have that. So we are very biased, no? We are. And the way we talk to ourselves really matters. And we tend to be our own biggest critics. And one thing I've realized is the way we talk to our friends, we pump them up. We encourage them. We tell them how amazing they are, how beautiful they are, because we want them to feel so good inside because we love them and care about them. But when it comes to ourselves, we constantly want to be better. So we criticize ourselves. We tell ourselves why we're not good enough and everything we need to improve. But that's not encouraging us. That's hurting us. That's making us feel not good enough. That's making us start to experience symptoms of depression and anxiety, which can lead to mental health conditions. So it's so important that we start to talk to ourselves the way we talk to our friends. Yeah, that's it. Yes, yes, yes. For us also, and I think for parents also, because nowadays I feel a lot of parents, they have a lot of expectations from their children be it teenagers, be it, you know, kids or or adults in the early 20s when they're, you know, in the process of making their career. So parents have a lot of expectations. So when those parents will meet another parent whose child is not doing good or not studying or not serious, that parent would advise the other one, it's okay if your child is not doing, just give him time, let it be. It's okay, don't pressurize, you know, your child. But when it'll come to her or his own child, then that parent would be very stern. Do this or, you know, get out of my house. It's not okay to not to study. It's not okay to not be sure about your plan. It's not okay to be in such a mess, you know. So that time it's okay will not come out of their mouth. Exactly. A lot of times our parents feel that they want to help us because they see how much potential they have, we have, but they don't realize that by putting extra pressure and stress on us, it can be so difficult to realize that we do have that power inside us. We are able to do it because that little bit of criticism that's meant to encourage us is actually devastating in a lot of ways. A lot of people don't take criticism as a challenge. Some do, but some of them see it as a defeat. And if my parents don't think I'm good enough, 
or that I'm doing good enough, maybe I'm not capable of it. And on top of that, we live in a society that's so focused on productivity, on content, on being successful, on being the best person you can be, on getting into college, because if you don't have a good degree, then you can't get a good job, then you can't be successful, then you can't live with the with the like minimum wage. You can't, you can't live on minimum wage. So you have to do so much better. And that's so much pre- pressure and stress already. That's already so hard to bear. And then with that extra stress from our parents, that extra push that they're giving us, it can feel so discouraging. Yes. It's very important to just attend to this. Yes. Yeah. So what do you feel is the most important thing that everyone should know about goal setting? Goal setting. So the most important thing that everybody should know about goal setting is that you should know the why of your goal. If you want to achieve this, why do you want to achieve this? If you want to achieve this because you want to do it for your parents, then you may or may not be able to do that because you know just to do it for someone is not good enough, is not sufficient enough. If you want to do it to impress someone, your girlfriend or boyfriend or your neighbor or to tease someone, then also that why is not that strong. But if you have that deep desire, I want to do this because this is my life purpose. I want to do this because I want to do it. Then come what may no obstacle will be able to stop you. You will just go through everything to reach your goal. So for your goal setting, why of your goals needs to be very, very clear to you. Exactly. One of my favorite books is Start With Why by Simon Sinek, because he talks about how your why is where your passion comes from. So if you're not passionate about setting goals, you're not passionate about achieving these goals, you're not always going to be able to do it because your passion is your motivation. So what do you also feel is the most important thing people should now know about goal reaching? Goal reaching, everybody knows this, but I would say it again, that doesn't happen overnight. Believe me, it doesn't happen overnight. So don't expect it to happen overnight. What you can expect is small wins small achievements for that big win what is the small win that you can do today that small win could be when you make your to-do list on a daily basis that to achieve that big thing i need to do these 10 small things today and when you do that daily every day 10 on 10 every day you do all those tasks then you get that clarity then you get that sense of achievement that yes I can do it that yes I'm capable I'm good enough and I'm getting closer to my goal sometimes you may face obstacles but then you will realize that in this obstacle what challenge I'm getting what is the opportunity that I'm getting slowly and gradually it will happen so you just need to remember it doesn't happen overnight daily daily measure daily measure is very important daily task daily measure and one day you will be there for sure exactly but sometimes when we're doing these daily steps it can feel really hard to see how far we've come because step by step every day we don't always see that progress so what are some ways that people can kind of reflect on how far they've come 
on their journey to getting to that end goal? Yeah, this is very important. Like you said, that it's not easy to measure how far we have come because anything which we cannot measure, we cannot improve. So whatever we need to improve on, we need to measure it. So for that, again, like whenever we are making a to-do list, we need to maintain a journal for it. Like for a month, this was the first thing, this is the second date cut thing, this is the third thing. So when we have a daily task, at the end of the 30 days, we will see that out of these tasks, what tasks we did and how we did it. Then we will be able to measure, okay, 30 days back, I did not even know how to record a video. At least now I have recorded 10 videos. Maybe they've not done good on the YouTube channel or on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But at least now I know that I don't have the camera fear. Yeah. At least something is done. Something is achieved. Or perhaps if you're starting a business and uh, you know you have a goal that you want to start this business and this should be the uh, profit and all those things. So initial days, during the initial days, you can start making out what business, which place, where the investors are going to come from and then how much investment, then you can start the planning. At least in 30 days, if you, even if you don't have the exact business, you have some planning. Then you will be able to see progress. So the only way to check progress is to journaling. Journal your to-do things every day for a bigger goal. Just see what I can do today to achieve that goal. Today, what I can do. So when we just break it into every day, every day, every day, then we will be able to reach there someday. Exactly. That is so powerful. And I love how you have your clients write it down because when you write it down, it now becomes tangible. You can see it and you can see the progress you've made. When we don't write it down, when we don't record it, we can't always see how far we've come. We can't see that progress. And I think that is absolutely incredible that you help them really see where they're coming from and how far they're going. By measuring things, by checking on them, what we are doing right, what we are doing wrong, what is working, what is not working. Because every plan of yours will not work. Sometimes you will have to make some changes in your plan. So when you will just start working on them, just take action. When you start acting on them and you will have a written note of it, then you will be able to measure it, change it and fix it and modify it and work it according to your goal because you know nothing happens in first attempt we need to change try different things try different things in a different manner then only we reach there and then when we will be able to see in a notebook the journal that we are maintaining we will see that okay on this date i did this this thing worked or this thing did not so it's important like that exactly And Amika, you've just been this amazing bundle of encouragement, of wisdom. And I am so honored to have had this conversation with you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, friend. I had such a good time talking to you. And it was, you know, so good to interact with you. And you asked such wonderful questions. We had such wonderful interaction. 
you gave me great insights you asked me great questions this was such a lovely time that i spent with you thank you so much for this video call